And welcome to Pod of Greed, the world's number one and only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast sponsored by Kaiba Corp. I am Max, a.k.a. Midnight Sun by Stephanie Meyer. I'm Dan, a.k.a. Uh, Praise the Sun God. I'm Sarah, a.k.a. Cindy Lopper's Millennium Ring. And, I- <laughs> and I'm Audrey, a.k.a. Bakura's Trick. Mm. God, I'm mad about it. <laughs> Bakura's Trick was... We'll get into it. Yeah, we'll get there. There's a okay. there, he could just do that. There's a lot to unpack there. Hey, it these does, episodes were good. Yeah. yeah. I and I yeah. also I watched the episodes from last week uh, before these, but because I didn't have enough time, I found out there's an option to watch them at two times speed on the legal website that I'm watching them on. So that was very fun. Yeah. You know, oh, sick. You, you can also watch it at 1.5 or maybe two times speed on the actually legal website to watch it dubbed. Yeah, but why would I go to you? Yeah, why would we sub- why would we submit ourselves to that? I did. I'm like fifty percent certain that some of the later ones actually do come in sub option. Oh, nice. I, I'm not a hundred percent, but I'm like fifty percent. I have I have looked very hard, Dan, because these were the last two available. Yeah, legally. we're oh, we gotta. Uh, so I'll figure it out. It's. I mean, I can give you the link to the GoGo anime site that has. All of them subs. Yeah, may- maybe maybe what I'll do is I'll I'll go to my contact that legally got me the first three series of Gundam and just get a get a get a Google Drive up of that. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll we'll burn that bridge when we get there. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, it's Yu-Gi-Oh time, baby. <laughs> Episode yeah. two hundred and six: The Secret Creation of the Millennium Items. Uh, so I believe. I just, um, let me open up my notes. We are watching. Uh, episode 34, Village of Lost Souls. Yeah? So, before we dive into this, I want to go on record by saying that this is not the order of events uh, that happens in the manga. The reveal of what happens to Cool Elena happens, like, immediately following the, like, mo- like current events of the two episodes. Mm-hmm. But instead mm-hmm. we get it here, now. So, it's... Mm. Again, interesting choices for the animators. The anime makes me question so much about this. We will get to more of that. We will get to more of that later. Yeah, I, I feel like learning about what happened to the Millennium Items isn't... Ne- like. I feel like there's not necessarily a great point to sort of insert that in naturally. Because yeah. at, at really at any point you're able to learn about it and be like, oh, that's what these are. Okay. You just, yeah, just kind of moves on from there. You nod and you're like, cool. Um, <laughs> oh, I understand uh. perfectly. Hunky skanks. <laughs> <laughs> what? So... The, the episode starts off with the actual first hint we get at all, besides just, like, vague nods to its existence of actu- mm-hmm. of what actually happened to Cool Elna, um, as Bakura expresses his surprise. So it starts with uh, Bakura uh, sort of taunting Akhenaten, uh, and he expresses his surprise, his mocking surprise to Akhenaten, that someone who slaughtered so many people at Cool Elna would care about the death of his friend Mahad. Yeah, it's, mm. and, oh, oof, he yeah. got up to a lot of stuff. When I first heard you talk about Akhenaten, I was like, he sucks? I I don't know, he seemed like a no- normal dude. <laughs> Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> yeah. 
as it turns out as it turns out the entire series is this this crusty thoughts fault <laughs> yeah Akhnaden's Akhnaden's shit. been guy. dead for five thousand slutty slutty years <laughs> dennis reynolds voice i've had enough of this dude oh really have so yeah uh tkb is like hey akhnaden i used to control you back in the day and i'm gonna do it again and like does mind control kind of yeah well if if by mind control you mean taking out and reinserting the eye i i must have looked out for that because huh yeah no he he super does that yeah Mm. he does kind of do that my (laughs) my, even even in the dub I mean, it's like, well, not like directly shown, but it's assumed. You don't okay. see the blood streaming out of his eye hole when the guy gets put back in? No, 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 no. No, what a shame. Yeah, that gets, uh, that gets taken out. It gets colored in black, so it just looks like his mascara's running. <laughs> yeah. How do you think he does it? Do you think he like has like a nice little smooch on the eye and then puts it back in? Are you talking about He's, the how, how Bakura puts the How, how Bakura puts the mind control juice on the eye. Oh, so, right, okay. Yeah, he just licks it. He just licks it. He does that all the time, oh. so we know he's, he's just like, my knife. They're calling he, him the Gene Simmons of ancient Egypt. He could do it without doing that, but that's not him. That's not his that's style. That's not him. That it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyways, I what I meant to say is like, uh, yeah, I mean, my interpretation so far is less that he's mind controlling him and like in a direct way and more like turn... He sets uh, evil mode to five instead of three. Right. Yeah. He just he, changes his stats a little bit. He opens up the battery pack on Akhnadin's butt. So and, yeah. like, and like twists the knob a little bit. So there's there's two points I want to make here. One is that um, before Bakura does does a funny oh sorry before before Bakura does a funny eye trauma, Akhnadin manages to ask him how he knows about Cool Elna, and his response is basically to look Akhnadin right in the eye and say, "I lived, bitch." Yeah, yep. pretty much. Yep. Yeah, I was there. The, the second point is that Wait. as bad as it is to see in the anime, the eye trauma in the manga is so much worse. It's the same thing. Bakura takes Takahashi. like Bakura takes the eye, again, not shown, not shown explicitly as in the anime, but you see Akhenaten afterwards, and the eye has been. The priests interpret it as the eye having been pulled half out. But what it really is, is Bakura, like, jamming the eye back in, but just, like, not doing a good job of it. So it is bulging out of Akhenaten's socket. It's real bad to look at. Well, it's called, um, sorry, I was just gonna say it's called Shonen Jump, so they're gonna show things. Hmm. That's my joke. Nah, 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 I showed nah. you my jump. Now answer me. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say? That shit. I forgot. Oh yeah, we should probably put like a little warning in like the description mm. about discussion of eye trauma. Yeah, uh, for sure. You had to discuss it. Yeah, I, I um, did look it up. I couldn't find a panel from the manga, but I found what looks like a shot from the anime of yeah. That eye is like not fully in. Okay, good. Not great. Don't link it to me. I don't I'm want not to gonna. see it. I'm not gonna. Um, what I do um, want to see is the Pharaoh darkly vibing. Yeah, it's good. He's 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 not having a fun time. Um, no. Shimon is comes up and is like, "Oh, hey, like a village got attacked on the river." Um, they're about to like worry about that, but then TKB comes out and like does shenanigans and distracts everyone by just kind of being blowing up the temple a little bit. Yeah, just just. <laughs> 
ah, the, the, the village ruse is a distraction. Now I have the eye. And he's running away. Like, the whole palace is alerted to Bakura's presence. But he's, like, running on, like, rafters and pillars and stuff so no one can catch him. He's, he's got his a nice... production of it. Yeah, he looks It's dinner and a show. Welcome he's a to sandy, the Bakura he, show. He's a sandy bitch who loves drama. And he has, like, invisible <laughs> hanging out with him, flying behind him. Invisible D-bound? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, re- yeah. See, okay, that's the thing. I okay, okay, okay. This is like sort of yeah, Sarah, you, you can do that in post. Um I but will. this is sort of relevant to what's happening in Gundam where like there's a character who's it's incredibly obvious what the real name is, and it's so hard for Sarah and I not to say the real name. Yeah. But like for this, like it's harder for me not to say the name of the big bad guy and also the name of the actual pharaoh. Like I don't have a problem with it all though. Yeah. It's like names are important, I Listen, guess. I think that's the thesis until of the show. You said redacted 30 seconds ago i had genuinely forgotten what the name was <laughs> okay they both, look they both have snake donguses they do and redacted's is worse uh cool oh yeah, you, yeah. you see it you see it in the opening every single week yep you sure do it's bad you just see that every you just week see that snake hog that's snog wait does gundam have a snake hog no no oh no we're not talking about gundam anymore my friend <laughs> oh thank god there it i feel well Did maybe there's a snake gundam at some point but I mean, I'm sure there's a Gundam with a snake hog at some point during the franchise's long and it, 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 guys. over 41 years. There's no way not to make up a snake hog. It's like you know, you get enough monkeys with typewriters, they're gonna write. You get enough Gundams and shows, there's gonna be a snake hog eventually. You get enough Amros in the robot. Anyway, enough back teens. In yeah, what's, what's happening in Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah, the other back podcast in the anime I do. We're talking about right now. Uh, um, there's a horse chase happening. Yeah, I love this. And Gross. Yami's like, hey. I've shown you one god. Care for another? How about and, the cool one? How about the cool one now? Yeah, and goes ahead and summons Osiris. Hey. I love yeah, Slifer the it. Sky Dragon. Yeah. Who? Who? Slifer the Sky Dragon. He's here. I don't. I don't, I don't respect that name. Sorry. <laughs> Not anymore. Um, Sorry, it's Don, cool. you're Look, It's great. I love that. Like, like it's just very cool seeing. You know what it's like to me. It's sort of like the same as a, a, a kid Pokemon trainer getting to control legendary yes. it's just funny seeing the pharaoh riding and then there's like a literal god just like oh wait for me yeah don't, but, don't yeah. go too fast like, yeah and like yami Diabound... has like the clout to do it at this point you know yeah he can just do it he and can Diabound... just do it Diabound is also the size of a god at this point so like bakura rides out of the pro out, out of the palace with Diabound floating above him as this huge bara snake dude and like right on his heels is the pharaoh with uh with Osiris, and this is I'd love to see him on a horse. This is because they actually exit the palace grounds. This is the first time the Yuki Tachi, who have been trying to get into the palace this entire time but have been locked out, get to see both of them. Yeah, they're just yeah. sleeping. They're napping, and and yeah, they're napping. And like Pharaoh busts through, and like they wake up and they're like, oh shit, that's the pharaoh. <laughs> pharaoh busting through. Pharaoh busting through, and Yugi's like, oh, they're me, there he goes, therefore he's gone nowhere. And yeah, they like, follow him and shit. Yeah. Um, and then we get a, so, then we get a, we, we, we cut over to Aknadine having a Oh yeah, he's dead, but he's bed. fine. It's right. time to enter Aknadine's twisted mind and his memories. So, oh boy. Yeah. So oh god. We can't, I'm not gonna reveal the name of the big bad here right now, because it's something of a spoiler. <laughs> because I already did, accidentally. <laughs> Right. Um, it's 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 something with spoilers. Some of you might be able to figure it out already, but you can. It's it is not a spoiler to say that Bakura is not the actual ultimate big bad of the series because we know this because 
when uh, everyone was visiting the that saw that room in the puzzle, Shoddy was like, "Hey, look, that's the actual villain that you guys. That's the true enemy." So we know <laughs> that there said is. That. Oh yeah. So we know, we do already know, and it is already established, that Bakura is not the ultimate villain of this arc and of the overall series. Um, so he is, in the manga, he is a, a servant of Redacted, mm-hmm. as I will be referring to him right. until he gets revealed. Uh, servant of Redacted. And it is at this point, actually, that Bakura visits in the anime, Bakura, the, the spirit of the ring in the form of the Thief King Bakura... Mm-hmm. visits Akhenaten in his recovery room. In the manga, it's straight up redacted. Redacted, like, cool. goes like goes to his bed and is like, hey, bitch, time to get possessed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let me get in that brain of yours, homie. Yeah. Get stressed, get possessed. Mm. I'll think yeah. of a better one. But, but thinking, speaking of stressed, so the kingdom is, like, under attack now because this is the previous pharaoh, Akhenaten. Yeah, Ak-Nam it's, like, double, double flashback layers, inception layer two. Ak-Nam-Kanan yeah, Akhenam Kanan. It's a uh, it's it's Pharaoh's dad. Yeah, and the kingdom's under siege because they want to steal the Millennium Spellbook that you can kind of extrapolate from the way he talks about it. It it, it gives you power of dark alchemy to create monsters. Oh, I think, what yeah. those are? I was yeah. like, oh, for fuck's sake, another Millennium thing. Millennium. Yeah, this, is, this is the eighth Millennium item, or it's the zero with Millennium item. I mean, yeah. it depends how you look is at the, it. Is the big tablet a Millennium item? Does that make this? It's like the ninth thing that says Millennium Redacted. Yeah. But, but it's uh, cool. There's like uh, a bunch of spells inside it and like Akinam Kanan's kind of advisors are like, hey, so yeah, if we could translate it, there's like some cool spells inside that'll be really cool to have. It's basically, it's the recipe book for the Millennium items. Yeah. yeah, they yeah. So, it's a cookbook. They were able cookbook. to finally figure out how to make like the Millennium items by translating it. Uh, let's see. Akinam Kanan's like, oh, if only we could translate it, and like his advisor, I think it's Akinaden is like, mm. it is. Well, Akhenaten, yeah, yes. we we already did that. Yeah, he had a different hat on, so I couldn't tell. You know, he's just like, <laughs> yeah, we, Alan Pharaoh, king, we already did that. And Akinam Kanan's like, fuck yeah, do it. So uh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, so in order to, like, do this dark deed, he has to abandon his wife and son. Uh, they have to live as commoners now. What? Uh, oh, Ak- Aknad. What, what, what is the name of his son, please? Oh, it's uh, Sato. It's Sat. And at this point, he oh. also thinks to himself how he's Aknam Kanan's secret brother, too. I don't Which think fucking... Is it secret? I thought it was established no, they're, they're I thought his brothers. Was it? I don't know. I For some reason, I assume... Like, I don't know. He keeps his son a secret, so I assume that he also keeps his brother a secret, too. I mean, the secret part is now that we get, no, find out that Set and the Pharaoh were fucking cousins. Right. They're like, cousins! That is, that is the secret reveal. I don't think, I don't think it was uh, in the Warring States period of ancient Egyptian history, my favorite period of ancient Egyptian history. Uh, I don't think it was a secret that Akhenaten was Akhenam Khan's brother, and that is, in fact, how he became, like, his advisor. Oh, uh, okay. First, because I think what happened was in the show, he, like, says it to himself in his mind, so I assumed that meant it was secret ah. because he didn't say it out loud to someone. Because if he doesn't extrapolate lore out loud, how am I going to know it's real? Yeah, no. That My is, brain has holes in it. So, Set, Set is only... So, basically, um, Akhenaten basically believes that whatever he's going to be doing to create the Millennium Items is... 
essentially a suicide mission because it's for the greater good. Right, because he tells his like his wife doing? like tell you, tell <laughs> Set that his dad was a commoner, let him grow mm-hmm. up like a normal kid and keep him away from this stuff. Yeah, it works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it just sure worked out for him, huh? <laughs> right. As so, the, as the dying. Yeah, yeah. Ah, well, you know, who among us? Um, so he he gathers the priests. He I think Aknadin and a couple of of the other like uh, king uh, pharaoh priests gather like a, a regiment of soldiers, and he does some cool mind control. And you can tell they're mind controlled because their pupils fade away and they get the eye gradient. So of course that mm-hmm. means you know yeah, it's he, visual design language. He brainwashes the entire army to do wet work and keep it a secret, which is fuck wild. This this old dude sucks. He sucks. Thief I King do not Bakura, like the him. Thief King Bakura did nothing wrong. I mean, Audrey, he does do some things wrong later on in the episodes, and I've got, Audrey, can you answer for this one in my notes? But we'll get to that later. Um, so, <laughs> all, right- all, of, all of the Egyptberg of Yu-Gi-Oh! is just Audrey explain. <laughs> um, so yeah, there, they go to cool Elna, and they do war crimes, and they create the seven millennium items. That's pretty much all the notes I have with this scene. So, yeah. Yeah. So- we- Cool Elna is revealed. Um, and not, so is cool. not so cool. Not so cool. It is a village of thieves, and Aknodding claims to the army, and I don't know why he even bothers doing this since he just brainwashed them, but he reveals, he says to the army that, like, their actions, the thieves' actions, have angered the gods because they steal from tombs and, like, the dead, and they're, they need to die uh, to quell the anger of the gods. But really, he just needs sacrifices. 99 fresh human souls into gold. 99 fresh human souls. Melt one down, pass it around. 99 fresh human souls into gold. God. They make a human pie. Yeah. Yeah. So, go ahead. You, oh, by the way, Dan, do they? Do you get to see the silhouette of them dumping the bodies into the big old vat? No. No, absolutely okay, not. Okay, what a shame. Ah, beans. Tell us what happens next. <laughs> There's so yeah so there is there are a hundred occupants of Kulelna, this village of thieves. Only the I thought it was more than that. The millennium fascinating. The millennium items require ninety nine human sacrifices. So there's and a law of gold. So there is a big pot of gold that is boiling, and people in the village, all ninety nine of them, get thrown in alive and melted down into the items. Unfortunately, that last person, a small wee child. Watches, watches all of this happen. Who is that? I wonder. It's There's no way to know. We'll he's probably it. he's probably just a nameless kid. He doesn't really show up again. Yeah, and so he's one. watching his entire family, his entire village, get melted alive. Not even burned alive. Melted alive for this dark ritual. It is like one of the most horrific backstories I can think of. Honestly, um, I'm sure that would fuck with a kid. You know. Takahashi, like, kind of goes sicko mode every once in a while when he writes, huh? Yeah, and to make matters worse, when Akhenaten, like, I guess, didn't do a good enough job decoding the spell, because it turns out that creating the Millennium Items and sacrificing 99 people alive uh, actually summons the devil accidentally. Yeah! Okay, oh. that, so this is, this is one of my... Oh, sorry, you go, Sarah. No, I just... I was, all I was saying, oops... Yeah, okay. So, so this is one of my questions. I, di- I couldn't tell yeah. if the ritual to create the items, like, summoned the nasty coffin with Satan inside, or if that was just, like, 
kind of already there and it showed up when it sensed like the nasty vibes coming out of the place. So yeah, that, like, so, you, so you're telling me that yeah. like the items created redacted. They didn't, they didn't create redacted. They summoned him. So, okay. All right. I understand. So the the actual tablet that the items all like lived in and uh, fit into is actually the mold that the gold was pulled poured into to create right. them. So no, no, because they... wait, no, yeah, 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 no, because they put the things in it. They put the no, okay, no, 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 no. But like they, you know, they poured all the death gold into like a big clay mold, and mm-hmm. then they like break 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 apart the mold with their hands at which point i was like excuse me you can't just oh, do right, that that's gonna did. be way too hot for you guys to touch right now i had some objections it was like it was like a couple hours of a time from a, skip. from a casting standpoint but like they're like they do that and then after they do that like the earth breaks open and the millennium tablet like rises yeah. out of the depths of hell itself yeah is it different in the manga yeah, I mean, it's just, like, like the tablet is, if I'm recalling correctly, I haven't actually, like, recently reread that part of it. Um, if I'm recalling correctly, the tablet was, like, the mold in which mm. the items were forged. Because, like, that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah, another, the, another way the manga makes way more sense than the show. Right, and then restoring them to the tablet, therefore, like, opens the door. So, yeah, so they didn't create redacted but their creation summons him yeah he he smelled the human pie and floated on the air along the scent line like a tom and jerry cartoon right yeah i mean i know we're making we've (laughs) amongst ourselves at least we've made like fma jokes about this and like philosopher's stones etc yeah but legitimately the idea here is that like you don't get to get all of this power without Breaking a few eggs. Mm-hmm. Aknam Cannon voice equivalent exchange. Equivalent exchange. Yes, exactly. So, so <laughs> the devil you is don't, here. You don't get right, crab is here. exactly. You don't get yeah. to access great evil power without releasing great evil onto the world. Essentially. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Trisha Elric is here now. Yeah, and she's sitting. Um, so yeah, Satan appears and is like, "Oh, cool! You've got you guys have gathered the seven millennium items. Just like pop them on in here." Except actually, a thing I noticed is that the uh, the millennium ring already in that little tablet. Hmm. 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 Millennium ring was with Satan all along. Oh, interesting. It's probably nothing. Um. So yeah, the maybe the, the real Satan was the millennium ring we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> and we did make it. We did make it. We sure made it. Um, like, yeah, the big, scary, spooky devil ghost thing picks up Aknam Kadden, uh, Aknam Kadden, no, not, sorry, Aknadden, um, except Aknadden, like, jams the Millennium Ring into his eye, and is like, yeah. be gone, thought! He jams the eye into his eye. Jam, just, eye, 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 eye. Just eye, fucking eye, eye. Into, into his it. own eye, not into the, like, ghost thing's eye, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> just to be He's clear. like, you can't take it from me, it's in my eye socket now, and this would later prove to be a mistake. <laughs> Were you going to say something, Dylan? I, I'm just... He just jammed it right in there, huh? Sure did. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. what happens to the dub? Come on and jam, and welcome to my... Uh, I... I'm sorry. We'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. Yeah. I'll, but, just... yeah, but doing that, I think, like, he yells at the other people to, like, take the items out of the, the little tablet thing, and that causes Satan to dissipate. Yeah. So, at that point, like, the only people alive are Akhnadin and one of the other, like, priests that came with him. 
And the guy's like, nah, you take the items. I'm going to die out here in the desert because the fewer people that know about our big dark secret, the better. Anyway, see ya. And he just beefs it. <laughs> S. S. Mm, S. Yeah. So they make it, but, and like, they just make it back to the palace. And like, the next scene is the Pharaoh and Akhnadine and the other priests, like, using the items to. Yeah, they fuck uh, up some bandits. We see the boy again. Which boy? We see Exodia. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He does oh, show yeah. up. With the ability to summon Ka, Akhenam Khanen is essentially invincible, especially since it is implied, I believe, that his Ka is Exodia. Okay, I was getting, because that was another question. Yeah. It's like, it, it, is, is it his Ka, or is it like, if you use all the Millennium items together, that's Exodia, and that's why he's so powerful in the card Jesus. game? Jesus! I mean, we all we always knew Exodia was a daddy, but like, whew. Ooh, big boy alert. I'd love to see it. Large Bob. Uh, yeah, so... And a period of peace descends on the country because no one can do anything about them. Yeah. So I have a question. Audrey, yeah. explain. Yeah. The the Millennium <laughs> items give you the ability to summon your car. Like they couldn't do that before they had them. Yes. So. Hmm. It, so well, yes, but also it gave them the ability to see and extract car to begin with. Mm-hmm. Like, that whole process, the entire process of, like, using, of, like, dual monsters, essentially, is, mm-hmm. like, all, like, you re- really require all seven items in ancient Egypt to mm-hmm. to do that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so it's, it's kind of like they got them and they were like, oh, people have cool, could get cool monsters inside them, let's use this. And then, yeah. like, that whole, because <laughs> that became a thing. Let's make a marketable card game out of this. Yeah. This is purely speculative, but... Do do you think like people in the present day would have ka? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's just it's your, it's your soul, isn't it? Yeah, I mean this this arc proves definitively that in the world of Yu Gi Oh, the actual correct religion was ancient Egyptian. So, yeah. you know, it's confirmed. Confirmed. Yeah, we we'll, we can we can we and we will answer a question about that uh, later on in the episode. Um, so after some, there's this piece, people grow up. Um, hey, so, um, remember, remember, remember Set? Yes. Set gets hired at court because he's a fucking overachiever. Yeah, so fast forward, like, 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like, Sato is, like, presenting himself at court, like, hi, I worked really hard, I pulled myself up with my bootstraps. This is how you know he's Sato Kaiba's ancestor. I don't know, it's like the fucking Kaiba-ass shit. Um, Akhenaten is there at court like, oh, I'm really proud of my son. And then he kind of looks over at, like, young pharaoh, like, yummy pharaoh, and is like, I think my son should be pharaoh, actually. Yeah, he deserves um, it. And that's kind of the end of the flashback. We cut back to TKB. Whose shit-talk game is impeccable. <laughs> he's, oh, he's riding out of this palace like through villages just laying down burns left and right yeah yeah he his his whole thing actually audrey his whole thing in the scene is that he's like i'm going to kill innocent bystanders for fun is this is this one of the things that he didn't do anything wrong okay first of all they're not real people and uh sure uh, this is a game sarah uh, the words they're not real people that means it's okay to kill if it's in a game (laughs) that's mean he never did this in the ancient past Uh, Or that he wouldn't if he could in real life. But here's, so here, there there are two, I mean, listen, 
is the killing innocent people thing good? No. But, first of all, it is not, he's not just <laughs> That butt is holding a lot of weight, Audrey. It's, he is not just doing this, like, purposelessly. And there is a framing of it that he says, which is specifically, this is a game. How many innocent people can you save? This, How many Brits have you eaten in your life? If, 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 if Pharaoh is the king of games, he should be able to do this without issue, right? Yeah, he does. Right. So it's it's a game. Uh, the other thing is that it is... I don't know how... I mean, I think it does show him killing some people, but I'm not actually sure how many he does because, again, Fer- the pharaoh very quickly reacts to it by countering countering it any way he can, uh, mostly in this case by using Osiris as a shield. Yeah. I mean, look, may- may- maybe, maybe Bakura knew that the pharaoh would protect every single person he tried to attack. So he really did it knowing that no one would get hurt in in order to achieve his goal. So he's actually in the moral right here. Mm, okay. The goal here the goal here was for him to weaken Os- to weaken the god enough to to kill it. Um yeah. which he does. Which yeah, so so he's shielding I just, I just think King Bakura can be little actually evil just as a treat. Sometimes it's okay to like evil if it's like not morally, this as long also, as it's not morally I, objectionable evil. This is also yeah, only like there. the good evil. For the me, good evil. this is also a more difficult, this is a more difficult question to actually answer in the manga of like whether this is like, whether Thief King Bakura did anything wrong here because uh, in the manga it actually is Thief King Bakura. In the right. anime, like this isn't Thief King Bakura, this is the spirit, the modern spirit of the ring possessing his previous self and like causing mayhem for the yucks of it. So, yeah, just just having a, having a laugh, mate. Yeah, he's, he's having a laugh, mate. Um, Audrey, I didn't actually expect you to answer that, so thank you. Um, <laughs> I, I should I know take my not standing to, not very seriously. Question you yeah. offhandedly. Um, but yeah, so Osiris and Diaboyne do like a fight in the sky. Osiris does like a chomp on Diaboyne's kind of tail slash dick. Dick. Um, and yeah. they, you know, they, they fight. Diaboyne goes invisible, a bunch of stuff happens. I didn't write down any of that because I was mainly trying to figure out how Bakura got his horse on the roof. It jumped. <laughs> yeah. I, okay. Yeah. He got, no, he got he got Dia bound to lift him up there. Thanks, Diaboyne. So, just like how Amuro uses Gundam to lift him up in places. Uh-huh, uh-huh, he moved uh-huh. like a knight on a chessboard. <laughs> the roof was like in an L shape away from him, so it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's how horse do. But it's like it ends in a standoff where the pharaoh is about to give him the millennium puzzle, but he has Osiris like sneak up behind him, and Bakra is like, "Aha, you fool!" Because I had Diabound do the exact same thing, and then Set shows up with all the other priests in tow, riding on their horses, and he sends out Duos, which is just like a sword guy, to is, like stab Diabound. Duos like any relation to like a dual monster we've seen before? Like, is that fucking yeah? Kaiser it's, du- it's Duelos. It's in the name. Okay. No, it, it shows up. One second. Is it like, yeah, it looks Kaiba, similar. Kaiba has used it used it in like Duelist Kingdom or something. Okay. It just like it looks like vaguely familiar, but there's so many Yu-Gi-Oh cards that are like guy with sword that I don't really know. Oh, yeah. Actually, it's like the only one I care about is um Milford. Just kidding. <laughs> I just looked it up. It only shows up in ancient Egypt. Okay. Just kidding. Yeah. The, the wiki says its relationship to Seto and the graveyard centric effects make it loosely reminiscent to yeah the Todd McFarlane looking Swordstalker. He looks yes. like Buster Blader, kinda. A little bit, yeah. It looks more like Buster Blader than Swordstalker, I'd say. But yeah, anyway, Set sends Duos out to like hit, uh, sorry, hit uh, 
Deabound. Wow, I forgot the name. <laughs> and that's the episode. It's good. Episode. Yeah, I like it. Yu-Gi-Oh! Good. You know what I'm talking about games? Oh, yeah, yeah, I love to talk about some games. Who would like to game first? I would. Yeah. Hit it. So, I've played two games in particular this week. Uh, Yakuza Kiwami 2 and yes. Bug Fables, well, technically last week, but since the last time I was on. But I'm I'm going to talk about Bug Fables instead of Kiwami 2 because Argyle isn't on this week because he his computer exploded. <laughs> He's in internet jail. Or no, sorry, Elliot's in internet jail. Argyle's in technology jail. Yeah. Uh, so I'll talk about Bug Fables, which I beat last week. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Bug Fables is really fucking good. I think it's my favorite game I've played this year. And that's and that's up against some real contenders. Uh, the story is incredible. The character designs are really adorable. The There's some cool twists and turns. Uh, I have like a few minor complaints about about like some of the plot beats, but it's not big a big deal. And and, like, there's, like, a boss design that I'm like, eh, you didn't need to make this. But other than that, it's a really solid game. It's, uh, to reiterate, it is about three adventurers, uh, V, a bee, uh, Kabu, a scarab beetle, and Leaf, a moth, uh, who, like, become adventurers and have to, like, find the, find these relics that are necessary to unlock the... Everlasting Sapling, a magical sapling that supposedly, if you eat one of its leaves, will grant you eternal life. Uh, there's some twists halfway through. Uh, the true origin story of Leaf is some wild shit. I love it. Uh, the Kabu has trauma, and I and he's my dad. Uh, yeah, play Bug Fables. It, it's like Paper Mario, but arguably even better than the OG Paper Mario's. Them's some big words you're talking. I and I stand by them. If you've not played Bug Fables, it's got the word bug in the title. It does look. I mean, I I I will play it eventually. My main things is that like, a I'm afraid it'll be like way too derivative of the first two Paper Mario games, and b I don't really like the art style that much. What the (gasps) fuck? I don't know. I don't look. It looks. I look at it and it looks. Look, I mean, this this might sound harsh. It looks like someone's post on Reddit saying, "I'm making a game. Here's a, a demo of it, or whatever." I don't know. It it looks. It doesn't really. I feel like it's missing something to make it like sort of differentiate itself. It does. I love spark that joy for you. Well, it, I don't. It doesn't really spark anything to me. I love the idea of it. I love that it's bugs. I love that it's like a Paper Mario game. But I look at it and it it just seems like it's not fully inspired to me. Maybe my mind will change when I play it. That's just, like, yeah. my outside-looking intake. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm sure I'd like it when I play it. What have you been um, playing? I've been playing um, Code Vein. It's a cool game. It's basically you took the first half of Bloodborne when it's all gothic and blood and turned it into an anime. Uh, where it's, like, what is, like, this 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 woman called the Queen went crazy because she has some, like, weird disease or powers, or it's not very clear, but she, like, ended the world, and everyone's, like, a revenant. So they revive whenever they die, because, of course, you have to justify that in a Dark Souls-esque game. Uh, It's just very cool. It's very anime. You get big sword. You get big weapons. Like, 
you're basically going around the world trying to find like the body parts of the queen that have been used they're using as like essentially horcruxes forgive the um analogy there but you got to get them all and like purify or kill them to like revive her and I guess kill her once and for all, something like that. Mm. It's cool though. It's what's what's different about it than Dark Souls is that the entire game is like meant to be co-op. So you have very very competent uh, AI partners, or you can do it with like real people online together. Mm-hmm. But the AI partners are actual story characters, so you get to hang out with them and they like have their own sort of beats and whatnot. It's, I don't know, it's cool. It's obviously not, nothing is going to be as tight and refined as the main Dark Souls games by FromSoft, but this is, I don't know who developed it, but Bandai Namco published it, and they published, actually they also published Dark Souls, oddly enough, but I don't know, I, I, I'm really, really enjoying it. I fought a weird, like, the, the last boss I fought was, like, the head of a wolf, like, placed backwards on, like, a human lady body with four arms that, like, blast you with fireballs and lightning and stuff, but the legs are also backwards, so she's, like, lounging. It's a very, very cool-looking boss. Yeah, it's, like, some in- it's some interesting visual design. You fight her in this cool, like, giant, like, maze cathedral. It's just Vicar Amelia from Bloodborne. But anyway, I like it. It's fun. Code Vein. Uh, thumbs up for me. Audrey? Who's next? Yeah. Um, so, very quickly, I... Um, over to Steam Summer Sale, I bought, like, a Sega Classic Pack. Oh, uh, hell yeah. That had, like, a bunch of very cool games for like two bucks each and under and one of those games was space channel 5 2 oh uh, so which i'm a big fan of space channel 5 i've never played the second game uh it was a lot of fun i like finished in like three hours it's like not a very long game but space michael jackson is there <laughs> yeah that's space michael <laughs> yeah it's which i i had no spoilers for Space Channel 5, to the extent that spoilers are a thing that exists for a three-hour-long rhythm game from the 90s or early offs. I don't know 100% where it's from, when it's from. Uh, but I will say that having to rescue Michael Jackson through the power of dance was <laughs> unexpected. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Space Channel and not Yakuza 0. <laughs> yeah. Um, but very quickly, um, for the past couple of episodes, I've been talking about playing Talos Principle as well, which I am still playing. And, uh, I did, like, an exciting update because I thought it was all based on, like, ancient Greco-Roman mythology. But it turns out it's based on different types of mythology because I got to the second world. And the second world is all based on ancient Egyptian stuff. Whoa. So, Hmm. everyone, you read, like, all these records and there are people talking about Ba and Ka and Mut and Mat. And it's like... And I'm like, oh, this is really cool. And of the most interesting uh, of those notes to me so far, at least, has been one that for like the past two episodes here as well, I've been struggling to remember all the different parts that ancient Egyptians believe made up a man and Bonkar or some of them. But I was like, I think bodies one, heart maybe. Well, it turns out there was one uh, note in Tao's principle that says what the other three parts are. And they are heart shadow which is sort of interesting as well and most relevant to our stuff name name is the final clue you are oh. looking for for what makes a I, human being i don't i don't see, how that's, I don't see how that's relevant like what does it have to do with Yu-Gi-Oh? yeah yeah I, I, his, I, his name is his name is yami we know this yeah, his name's yami. His name's who 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 do you even know who i'm talking how do you even know who i'm talking about since everyone has a name clearly anyway <laughs> <laughs> i have no way to refer to them otherwise Anyway, that w- that's been my like gaming recently. I've been having fun. I love having fun. 
Mm. You love the queen of games. I'm Sarah, really what have you been having fun games. with? I went to my friend's house and I got really, really drunk and I played Mario Kart and I got steadily, steadily worse <laughs> at Mario Kart as the whiskey bottle level got down. So that's what I've learned this week. I wonder I wonder if there's a correlation. I don't, I don't think that. I think it's just like a, a, a coincidence. Yeah, I'll, cor- I'll do correlation does not imply co- next week. And... Cor- correlation does not imply causation. Yeah, right. Remember, kids, Mario says, don't drink and drive. <laughs> Wahoo, let's go. Woohoo, a... let's get the DUI. Yeah, there are no DUIs on the Rainbow Road. Yeah, there's just falling off into the endless void <laughs> yeah, of space. Yeah, you, you just die. Locket 2 will measure your um, blood alcohol content before he picks you up, and if it's too high, he will not revive you. It's God. the road where you go when you die. It's got Princess Peach, Mario, and the Toad. Yeah, those are I all think you mean Princess. Thank I think you mean Princess Beach. Thank you, Dan. I'm glad that someone picked up what I was putting down. I will never die. You uh, get episode episode two hundred and seven. Uh, time rewinds. If you could time, <laughs> buddy, it sure time. Does. God, I'm mad about it. Was it in English, Dan? Uh, it's titled uh, "Reversal of Fortune." Gotta say, I like that title better than yeah. what we got. It's better. It should have just been called "Bites the Dust." We'll get to it. it. So, God, the, God, the gang's all here. Um. They're, like, evacuating all the citizens inside the palace so they can fight in the town without worrying about Bakura yeeting any of them to hell. Yeah. We see, I love my big useless man, Kareem, immediately gets his lion just, like, zapped by Dia Bound yeah. and he has to, so, like... Bakura, Bakura, like, sees the other priests and immediately is like, I, I'm about to head out. <laughs> Check this out, though. But, like, all all the priests like show up and they all fire randomly into the sky because Dia bounds invisible mm. and right. Kaleem unfortunately my big buff husband does get his shit wrecked he's just a himbo he's not good at fighting he's just good at looking strong and being kind <laughs> he's winning in our hearts but not in the battle <laughs> not in the um, battle <laughs> Bruno Bucciolati got messed up yeah so Bakura Thief King Bakura like leads them way out of the city um, mm-hmm. And then back at the palace, we see Akhenaten. I'm sure that's nothing to be wor- worried about. Um, he has like a no, fun it's fine, little. It's smart- fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. He's in. He's back in the uh, like card repository. Like uh, the card house. The deck. Yeah. Yeah. The, the house of cards. Right. <laughs> house of cards. Shut up. Yeah. Literally, he's in the house of cards, and he just has like a fun little smirk going on. He looks like shit. He looks like he always he looks, looks like, like shit, Max. He looks like a rat that just crawled out of the sewer, though. Like he looks worse than he usually does. You can tell because he has like wisps of hair over his face. Yeah, he's not like perfectly brushed back, mm. and he's like sort of like in shadow and sort of hunched over. He's fine. I'm sure he's just having a bad day. We've all been there, folks. Yeah, yeah. The day I mean, we know Mario he's having Thor. a bad day. Oof. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's just really hungry. But <laughs> B- Bakura is, or Yami is basically gonna like force Dia bound out with Osiris um, and and like like you know because it's invisible and all that what he doesn't know though is that Octodine the reason he's uh, the reason he's in the temple is so he can uh, throw a cool sword at the tablet of Osiris and kills it buddy he sh- he sure does and I think he also dies from this so, oh yeah. no he doesn't die from this he just gets struck by lightning like yeah. normal and yeah. doesn't die yeah yeah, no question why he got struck by lightning, but I'm sure it's I'm sure it makes sense. It's correlation does not imply causation. It was just a random coincidence. I I think, there we go. I think the implication is that it's like the gods taking 
revenge on him for okay, yeah. trying to counter him. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, I mean, the Yu-Gi-Oh religion is the real one. <laughs> This is this is like at least the third person we've seen get struck by God's lightning. So so, so the uh, Bakura has such a baller line here. Uh, what he says is "Die along with your God," which is yeah, pretty sick. Which is pretty sick, and it's really cool. In the manga, he actually uses the ancient Egyptian word for it, moot. Uh, <gasps> oh, that's so. G- yeah, Bakura did nothing wrong. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, Thief King Bakura did nothing wrong, and I will stand by yeah. that. Uh. He, yeah, so he uses the ancient Egyptian word moot, and it's, like, in, like, this really, like, thriller font, like, thriller font. It's, in, it's in papyrus font. <laughs> it's in thriller-esque font, and it's just, like, it's, like, this great panel of him looking down, and I'm like, you're doing amazing, sweetie. And, yeah, Slifer's, like, whole top half gets yeeted away. It's cool. Yeah, like, there's just, like, a big beam of whatever from Diabond, and then it dissipates. Uh, there's just kind of no top it's, 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 it's not from Diabound, as we find out. It's actually from a little eyeball man. I thought huh. uh, I thought the eyeball reference? man was just like there later, but that had been Diabound. Oh no, yeah, no, you're right, because yeah. Diabound uh, slurps up the Osiris juice. Right. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, And yeah, the pharaoh is very very hurt. He's having a bad time. He falls off his horse and he passes out because he's fucking about to die. It sucks. Set um, Set uses the opportunity as 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 we've grown to know and love about all incarnations of Set. Uh, he's an opportunist at his core, um, and he uses the the time of well where Bakura is focused on killing the Pharaoh to try <laughs> to strike back. And he's like, "Well, I got you now. I saw where your attack came from." And Duos throws a sword in the direction of the ta- attack. And this is where the little eye monster Okay, yeah, comes yeah it, in. Was a, it was a decoy. Yeah, where and and Bakura's like, ha, you stupid bitch, I have the ring. I can also summon multiple ka. So Get owned, kid. That that doesn't go so hot for set either. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, but then, yep. then. Yeah. <sighs> Hey, hey. Mohitori no Boku, wake the fuck up. Aibo! Ah, it's Yugi! It's yeah. Yugi! It's Yugi and his friends are here! His friends are here! He wakes up and Yugi's here! They're friends. They're friends! And they're just like... Yugi's just like cradling him. And he like wakes up and he's like, oh my god! And just like, he's just kind of lying on the ground, cradled in, cradled in Yugi's arms, like looking up at him like he's the sun. And it's... They're holding hands. Yeah, They're... the power, the power of friendship literally brings Folks. the pharaoh back to life. Oh my yeah. god, Folks, they were soulmates. And they were soulmates. Oh my god. Yu-Gi-Oh's good. They're just... That's my hot take of the day. Yeah. So cute. You good, Sarah? Yeah, I'm just having a moment. It was a really good moment. This... I'm thinking about how they're soulmates. Yami is like so brought... Yami is being fully revived, is able to summon... The third Egyptian god. Yeah, baby! The winged dragon of Ra. The And, and, like, it's, okay, so, like, Diabound is, like, reveals itself, I guess. It's in stage four now. I think the snake turned into a, a hooded cobra, and Diabound looks even nastier. Uh, and, like, we see clouds appear, and then the sun starts shining through the clouds even at night, which is, like, really, really, really sick. And Bakura is, like, 
hashtag shook about this. Yeah. He's like, uh, these assholes shouldn't be here right now. Bakura forgot. Uh, Yami used all of his ba, but he still has all of Yugi's to draw from. So They're the same person. Two souls, two chances, two of them. Two, two of them. Two, two hearts. of them. Of course. Two hearts. Of course, two brain. Well, one brain. Yeah. Of course, by defeating Osiris, uh, Diabound now has the power of Osiris. And, it got a little bit of thunder force up in it. And uh -oh. it's quick to show it off. Yeah. On the other hand, it's though. Like it's raw, so, like, what are you going to do? It's, like, okay, so, they do, they, this, this part actually, like, affected me a lot, because, uh, Pharaoh has raw go into God Phoenix mode and fly at Diabound, and then it does the little, like, episode cut-in, like, the commercial break, and it paused right before, and so I was like, oh, God, this isn't gonna work out, but no, <laughs> he just, like, tears through Diabound as soon as the break ends, and Diabound's done. But it is yeah. really cool, because, like, he's only able to do this because, like, Diabond does attack, and then, like, Set does a cool thing and, like, oh, deflects yeah. Diabond's attack so that Ra can then come in and, like, roast the King Bakura alive. Yeah, they he <laughs> literally <laughs> burns. Literally burns. Does not- that Bakura. doesn't happen in the manga, by the way. I was like- Damn, this is an anime I mean, Yeah, I was watching- Are you telling me that Kazuki Takahashi missed a chance to burn someone alive? Yeah, I was like, I was wa watching this and I was like, holy shit. So Diabound burns from Ra's attack and on his horse, Bakura lights up in flames as well. It's awful. It's so <laughs> sick. Um, it's so good. His horse is a parkour, parkour genius and should be <laughs> awarded a medal. Yeah. He does stop, drop, and roll though. Yeah. The horse? And it, no, Bakura. What if the horse did? I don't, I, don't, I don't care about the horse. You know this. I do know this. Uh, but, and, and like, when they do this, the gang puts all their hands together with the pharaoh! Yeah! They can touch him now! They can all they hold can hands! touch him! And now Bakura is fully dead on the pavement. Literally. Fully dead on the pavement, uh, but... And then I get really mad, and then yeah. my notes just turn into, like, this. an illegible scrawl. So tell webs. us about it. So have y'all ever played Prince of Persia? <laughs> <laughs> have y'all ever watched JoJo's Part 4? Yes. yes. Dan, you want to take it? Yeah, so here's what happens. Uh, uh, Bakura is like, oh, fuck this. And he uses his power to reverse him. time. And e we get a whole lot of footage of everything being played in reverse. Uh, like Yami minutes. and Pals aren't, because they're like not part of the world, are able mm -hmm. to like tell things are going backwards. And like... They get separated. Everything that just happened has been undone. And uh, we're back to this burning city. Yay. It's just, I... Yeah, and Osiris taking the ah. fatal hit again. Yeah, it like rewinds right to that. So Yami gets to make the heart attack man face yet again. But it's just like, okay, okay, okay. I wouldn't be that angry about it if they were able to, like, find a good way to explain why this happened. And I know, Andre, you explained to me that yeah. it, like, makes more sense in the manga. Yeah, but, like, I feel it, yeah. like, yeah, I feel like you could show a little bit more of that in the anime. Because literally, you just see a, an hourglass flip and the whole thing happens. Yeah. And, like, all we get is, like, Bakura is like, oh, that was a miracle that I wished for. Cool. So, just, I want more. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. So, so, yeah, this is uh, one of the things I really don't understand about the anime which i mentioned again earlier here is the resistance at this point to name 
redacted? the big bad. Yeah. To name redacted, mm-hmm. to name the big bad. I don't get it. Because at this point in the manga, not only <laughs> has, like, for several chapters, the big bad been named and, like, well-identified, but at this point, literally at this point, he shows up to be like, what's good, homeboys? Like, this isn't how things happen in the original version. I still need the Thief King here to finish up the timeline. And guess what? Because this isn't how events originally happened, I get to change them back to how they did happen. So see you on the other side of this uh, reset timeline. Bye. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, he's like, I'm the DM. I get to make the rules. My game. So, I get to kick the pharaoh down a big hole. <laughs> right. So he, yeah. he got, so they, they re, they reset the time. Uh, um, and this time again, Yugi Tachi like almost immediately like run back to like try to oh, help yeah. him again. They're, they're right there. It's great. But Bakura, Bakura knows they're coming this time. And mm-hmm. he is able to cut them off just long enough to reenact the long live the king scene from lion king <laughs> thank you that's what my note said too God. thank you <laughs> uh so the, like the ground splits apart and yami falls o- over the cliff and bakura like walks over to him and says long live the king essentially and then like yep. stomps on the yep. ground and knocks him off and then he falls into the pit yeah I, I like this scene that happens right after this because the gang runs up to what the cliff where Yami was and Bakker just like walks away through them. Not like 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 passing through them for physically, but like they just run by him because they don't care about him at the moment. He's just like, alright, see ya suckers. He's kinda cool. <laughs> but, yeah. And then Honda like yeah, the turns first around. Good thing he's ever done in the show Yu-Gi-Oh! It's it's good because Bakura likes it and he gets to lick up some nice blood off of his face and is like, ooh, yummy, yeah, thank he, you. He punches TKB in the face, but unfortunately this is TKB's fetish. Um he loves blood. He loves licking. He loves blood and he loves licking. And he loves. I mean, we saw that he likes Honda. his. We saw that he he likes his steaks, uh, basically raw in Battle City. Anyway, just like Dimitri, just like onions, mm. just like so, Dimitri. Hmm. So a couple notes about like again the manga divergence here. Mm-hmm. That in in the manga, Thief King Bakura and the Spirit of the Ring are two separate entities that exist at the same time. Thief King Bakura is a character in the game who does not realize that he is a character in the game. He is reenacting, he's going along and doing exactly what he did 3,000 years ago without any modern knowledge or, mm. or understanding thereof. The Spirit of the Ring exists as a observer and occasional interferer, uh, particularly when it comes to the Yugi Tachi. So he basically steps in to prevent the Yugi Tachi from altering events and making them making them different as you see in this case. So in a manga, the the when the Yugi Tachi get like sent all the way back to the palace, they are confronted, they don't make it back to the pharaoh. They are confronted instead there by the spirit of the ring who challenges them to a duel. Uh oh, instead. That makes so much more sense. Right. So Thief King Bakura continues doing what he did and he does like again have this long live the king lion king scene where he knocks pharaoh off. But meanwhile, back at the palace, the Spirit of the Ring has confronted them, and again, so there's like this heartbreaking moment where Yugi looks at him and goes, "I trusted you." And, and Bak- you were my brother. And Bakura. You and- were supposed to be the chosen one. 
Emakura basically says, like, yeah, that was the point. I needed you, like, I needed you guys to be here and, like, get in so I could also enter the world of memories through the puzzle. Jesus. Thanks. Fucker's trick. It's like, thanks, you've Fuckers done what- trick. <laughs> thanks, you've done what you needed to do, and now I'm going to stop you here, and what better way to do that, do that by a duel? And then there's this really disgusting, gross moment where Emakura's like, if you can imagine it, it can exist, basically. Like, that's how this world works for us as sort of non-participatory observers. Mm. And he grows a dual disc out of his arm. Oh. What? It is so gross. It is so, so gross. So he grows a dual disc out of his arm and it's integrated in. And he's like, you guys can do it too. Let's have a duel. And Chonochi's like, absolutely not. Thank you, but no. Um, Oh, yeah. Okay. I have have Googled the image and it's very veiny. I like to see it. Show us it. Show us the code thing. Yeah, let me, let me. Oh, no, hold on. It's a link from Pinterest, so I can't copy it off of my phone. (laughs) Many apologies. uh, I'll look at it later. Just Google Bakura Dual Disc. It's like the second. Okay. Thing. Yeah. Okay. It's, okay. Uh, but but at the same time, he's like, if you can imagine it, it can exist. So everyone just sort of imagines their own normal ass dual discs into existence. He's just nasty, is what you're saying. Yeah, he's just he chooses to do this. Everyone oh. else has this like a normal time <laughs> summoning like normal dual discs into existence, and he's like, no, I'm gonna mutate my fucking arm. Like, alright, go off, I guess. I'm looking at this image, it's not a good image. It is it's- literally the second result when you search for Bakura dual disc. Um, uh, Anzu, yeah. and Honda, Anzu and Honda also summon dual discs, but they're like, wait a minute, we don't duel. I don't even know what's in my deck. <laughs> wait, fashion. we're bad at this. Oops. <laughs> uh, but Jonochi, Jonochi and Yugi are down to clown, and Bakura's like, what, let's go, Like, I'll take all of you on. And Jonochi's like, that's fine, I'll go first. And Bakura's like, cool. Remember, this is a shadow game, though. If you die, if you lose, you will die for real. And Jonochi's like, okay and and then they continue on thank you i would simply imagine a gun (laughs) i mean i I will be honest with you listen jenochi loses in the first turn of course wow rip f um hey what if uh you know like you 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 the way and in in four kids they kind of point their hands at, at at like fingers what if you just kind of grew a gun out of your hand like nasty Ooh. Icky. Icky. Um, damn. Anyway, so that's, Thanks, that's, that's my manga zone for this Thanks, episode. Thank you, Audrey's manga zone. Thank you, Takahashi, the for manga the zone. shit that we love. Um, so yeah, kind of after these scenes, uh, we cut back to the palace where Akhenaten, like, wakes up. He, like, wakes up from a coma to see, like, Shada, who has been, like, trying to inspect his brain with a Millennium yeah. Key, and Shada's just like, yeah. whoopses! Yeah, um, and, and we, we we get to see Aknadine's Pegasus hair. Yeah, it's just like if if what if Pegasus like never washed his hair? Um, oh god, it would suck. But luckily, he does it like every other day, if not every day. Um, no, he knows to take care of his hair enough. Well, he knows how to take care of his hair well enough that he doesn't wash it every yeah, single day. That's bad for your hair. Your yeah. Um, Set is out here like yelling, like find the pharaoh. Um. He, yeah, this is when he kind of goes down to his weird fucking car-generating prison uh, to find the... Before he heads down there, Isis rolls her magic eight ball, and it just comes back with, Outlook looks grim. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, not good, homie. Isis has kind of been, spends the whole two of these episodes just, like, trying to get her Millennium Necklace to work, and it just doesn't really show her much. Yeah, it's is the prognosis not so great. Yeah, but could go then they get way. taken down. 
Yeah, but uh, Set goes down to the the fight pit, as it as it were. He gets led there by this like nasty Igor looking dude. Do you remember this guy from Death Tea? I yeah, yeah he no, I kind of like that dude. Yeah, he's Shigechi from JoJo Part Four. So this is this is a character who shows up in season zero. This is literally the character from Death Tea. Oh I, I like I yeah. recognized him, but I couldn't like place where he was. So that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, he like works just, for Kaibo doing death guy. games in the basement, so it's exactly the same as Death G, actually. Um, mm. Yeah, because I think uh, Set is like, hey, where's that like blue-eyed, white-haired girl? And like this guy is like, yo, we took her down to the basement to go to the fighting pit. Do you want to come see the fighting pit? So they go and see the fighting pit. Um, yeah, Akadine is like, just like fully off his rocker at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, what's up, Set? Check this out. I'm making them fight to the death so that their cause will get He's fully Jokerified. He's full. He 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 says, Set, I'm going to become the Joker. <laughs> and he does. Set, my be- my beautiful baby boy. He's doing that thing uh, where that person like gets a pack of M and M's and you press the M and M's against each other. Yeah. And the one that breaks <laughs> yeah. is the weak one. So that M and M is, and then you test out all the M and M's and then you find the final strongest M and M that uh, could be used for breeding purposes and you send it back to the company. Um. <laughs> yeah. So for someone who was just last week implementing a police state without hesitation, that is yeah. pretty strongly against forcing prisoners into death matches. He's like, it's fine to do it, but not when it's my, like, white-haired girlfriend. Yeah. Whom yeah, I had yeah, a crush yeah. on when I was a kid. You can't do it to her, though. Yeah. He's, like, he's like telling Set how it's like, oh, well, we're fighting them because it makes their cause stronger when they win. And it's, it's, it's the will to fight that makes people stronger. Even when you're afraid, as long as you want to fight, you can be good. And we can, you know, extract their juice. And, and, like, he sort of forces Kisara out onto the, 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 the fighting field. Mm-hmm. And he tells him, Finally, like, someone right. let her out of her cage. And she's doing oh. just fine. <laughs> I'm happy I'm in a bag. I got sunshine in a bag. Okay. Um, and, and, yeah, he's like, okay, so basically what we can extrapolate from the scene is that um, he knows her ka, or her heka was, like, you know, not able to be measured by, by Shada. So he's like, all right, we're basically going to get this girl. We're going to EV train this girl, right? We're going to go some grinding. She's going to be level 100. And we're going to use her Ka to take down the gods. So you can be the next pharaoh, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Because I think Set is like, dude, like, what do you, like, I got to go fight the pharaoh. And, and Akhenaten is like, Set, I think that you should be pharaoh, actually. Like, you, you're, you'd be a good pharaoh by my associate who I'm not related to. I've always seen you like a son, Set. For no reason in particular. A sunset. Sunset. If only he actually had always seen Set as a sun. God. Hey, fuck this guy. I I love that. I love that we get a line earlier, like right after the flashback ends in episode one, where he's like, "My only regret is that I have to abandon my sunset." And I'm like, Mm. "Your only regret, huh, buddy? Mm. The the one thing that you regret." Mm, Fucking hate this dude. He sucks. He's just he's just Egypt Gozaburo. I mean, he's he's way worse than Gozaburo, but like. So, Not great. I mean, That's pretty the, much it. Yeah, the episode essentially ends with Kisara like turning around, going, "Please, Mister Aknod, and I'll do anything." And Aknod nodding, saying, "Then perish." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> these were these were some good episodes, though. Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh, pretty good for me. Really solid, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Sarah. I like. Okay, so I was reading. Like, I was reading more Orientalism, the book. Um, I was kind of just kind of skimming through it. And I don't really have a segment this week because 
the process of reading this book has been kind of like the same as when I read, well I didn't read Capital, I read a summary of Capital, where I'm just kind of reading and I'm like, yeah we, we, I know this, like, I know this from having like lived in the world and seen what it's like. And I think my takeaway this week is that this book is like kind of irrelevant <laughs> at this point. <laughs> like, it's just, there's been so much stuff talked about since like Said wrote Orientalism that's like built on it and like kind of said it in a better way. But like, you might as well just like look at your Twitter discourse. And with that in mind, what I want to specifically shout out is a podcast called The East is a Podcast. Um, uh, and also in like their associate podcast Red Nation is really good, which I've shouted out before. Um, but Easter's podcast is just kind of like doing what Orientalism doesn't do, which is like talking to Middle Eastern like uh, what's the word? What's the word for like smart people who post hot takes on Twitter, but like officially scholars? Uh... Scholars. <laughs> Okay. I was going to say brain trust. That's okay. the way to describe like, scholars, I guess. <laughs> just talking to people who are from, I think the podcast creator is American Iranian, Iranian. I don't actually know what the pronunciation of that is. Um, if you're not American. Um, and he's talking to people from like Iran, from the Middle East, from Syria, from like, and just being like, hey, like, how are things going? Like, what's happening? Uh, what's good? So instead of reading our antlism, you should just go listen to the Easter's podcast. Um, Confirmed. It's more relevant. I'm going to finish the book and still talk about things I find in it because like, it's useful to know and like I kind of feel like I need to be like, yeah, I've read that book. Um, but my main takeaway is that you should just go listen to the Easter's podcast. I think they are just at the Easter's podcast on Twitter. That's yeah, I'll link it in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool segment. Righteous. Y'all want to get some questions? Questions. Sure, do we sure. have a Tumblr one? We do have a Tumblr one. It's, um, I feel like I, I, it might be like most relevant an episode or two for now, but I think we can still answer it. Just okay. like, so PhD mum on Tumblr asks us, I've got a question for the episode where we get to all of this Kaiba, Kisara, blue eyes stuff, which is, you know, basically now. Might the fact that Set had a girlfriend that literally is blue eyes explain a lot of Kaiba's insane behavior, like ripping apart the fourth blue eyes so it can't be used against him, or in the duel at the end of Battle City where Joey steals his dragon and Kaiba just freaks out? Is he just an extremely jealous boyfriend? Otakus might call him Yandere. Who doesn't want to share the girl he loves? Hmm. I, like... It is weird realizing that blue eyes is a person and not his persona. Like... <laughs> it's weird realizing that literally every card is a person. Like, yeah. I've been, I feel like since, for the, like, the whole of the series, I think because I mentioned this, I was like, excuse me, excuse you, blue eyes, white dragon is a girl dragon. Because I was thinking of this, and like, it's like, every time he summons blue eyes, and he's like, blue eyes is calling to me, ah, oh, blue eyes loves me, and blue eyes will protect me, because blue eyes is, I'm just like, mm, mm, that, that, that. Don't email yeah. my card wife. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think the thing is, it's. So set is, you could argue, and I don't know how right I am, Audrey, but like, you know, the stuff that happened 3,000 years ago in Egypt is, they're like, the characters now are sort of like reincarnations of them of some sort. Yes. And the fact that Kaiba is like, you know, so obsessed with blue eyes is basically because I guess Kisara sort of left this indelible mark on set slash Kaiba's soul that when he gets reincarnated, he still feels that because it's like, you know, so deeply burned inside him that 
the reason he loves Blue Eyes so much is because it literally is, like, the one he loves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is also, again, coming from my, my background, a more complicated question to answer because while the romantic feelings are implied in the manga, I think they are far less explicit than they are in the anime. Uh, mm-hmm. It takes, again, like, I, I've mentioned it to you guys, but not not on the show yet. When Set first comes across Kisara in the manga, he is willing to do a lot to extract the power from her. So does the manga not have the thing where they met when they were kids? No, absolutely not. Oh, I really like the thing where they met when they were kids. Oh, I really don't. I really don't. I think it's really bad writing. Uh, Yeah, I I, I think you don't need it. Yeah. I think it's... Otherwise, it's like love at first sight. Love at first set. Love at first set. But I also think it's actually more interesting for it not to be either of those things, because Set starts off as basically saying, like, I'd sell Kisara to Satan for one corn chip. <laughs> if, <laughs> like, if that meant that I could get the blue eyes white dragon. Shada, Shada, you know, measures measures her Hekka and almost passes out from it. And Set's like, ooh, I'm covetous, not of this woman. Again, like, Set's never talked to a woman, probably, besides isis uh so uh he doesn't see kisara as like an attractive woman a romantic partner he sees her as a resource which i also talked about a bit Mm -hmm. in the uh communism episode yeah yeah i mean like i don't i don't i don't really see them as being like in love romantically like they just have a strong bond and right. I guess we're, I'm assuming we'll see how that develops further in the next few episodes. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll get like an awkward anime kiss. I mean, I don't like, I, I they hope don't, to God we they don't. They don't have to be at all romantically involved to be in love. Yeah. Many I say this as this. an asexual. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, fuck, I can't remember what I was going to say. Um, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you for your question. Yeah. <laughs> I hope um, we answered it somewhat. I don't think we did. Yeah. Like, we haven't really seen as their, their whole arc yet. Yeah. We'll, we'll report back. We'll report back. Uh, someone got Tumble, or the Discord questions? Yeah, I got them. Yay, that is... Uh, I think it's just the... No, there's th- there's three. There's there's two questions. The two questions above my post were uh, also okay. for this episode. Hey, hey. What will you do if the pharaoh's name is the friends we made along the way? That's a question from Jim, brackets taller than Kaiba, close brackets, in the Discord. Yugi, Joey, Tristan, Taya, you are named after the four biggest people I knew. <laughs> Did you say biggest people I know? I said bravest. Okay. Bigger biggest would have been really funny, though. <laughs> braver bra- braver than before. These are my friends who are sure. taller than me, and I have named you after it in aspiration. Thanks. <laughs> My name's Aknam Cannon. <laughs> also, shout out to Yugi Ostmortem, uh, which Jim hosts. Shout out to Yugi Ostmortem. Um, mm-hmm. Is this, yeah, Cass from Cassidy Cosplay asks Hey, what if at the end there's a door that says speak Pharaoh's name and enter, and they gotta say Melon? Because his name is the friends who made along the way. You gotta say friend, just like in the Minds of Moria. Yeah. Say so, me, pal. Amigo. <laughs> um, and then... Homie. Because the second question is, uh, what monster is each of our cars? 
So I, I guess the question here is like, what monster would you say is most representative of your soul? What hmm. to Lucy? Sorry, Cass, aka Lucy from Morganstern, is asking us who we can in Jill Monsters. Right. Well, that's all the time we have for this episode. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm gonna have to look more into. Uh, I'm gonna have to research more on any Yu-Gi-Oh monsters that are alligators, but but on short notice, I'll just say the first alligator Yu-Gi-Oh card that comes to mind, which is Alligator Sword. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that that's yeah, you are an alligator. We know this. Um, my car is a uh, Dimitri Fire Emblem. Goodbye. Uh, Mine is okay. 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 <laughs> Since I have, I am what many consider to be a power normie. Yes. My car is my car is basic insect. <laughs> All right. Phenomenal. Uh, but I'm but it, but it's like a it's like a Funko of it. I'm surprised. No. That, but I'm honestly surprised it wasn't man eater bug. Well, okay, that's my answer for literally everything else. But I've never eaten a person, so that's not representative of me at this point in my life. Who knows what the future holds? Okay, I'm probably my guess is it probably wasn't representative of the person the claw actually came from either. Uh, I think mine is uh, probably Robo Lady, Super Robo okay. Lady, Super Robo Lady. If I'm being ambitious, but I don't know if I'm that cool. I'd say you're Wait, pretty super, mind. Audrey. Mine's Harpy Lady with her titties out. I was thinking yeah. about Harpy Ladies, but I'm not that hot, honestly. Okay, he, here's the thing, Audrey. I look up Super Robo Lady. That's just a Transformer, so that's it. It's literally RC. It. It's literally RC. It's just RC. <laughs> you got it. You got it in one. <laughs> yeah, no, that's like, yeah. I look at that card and say, oh, it's my friend Audrey. Huh? I, should, I, should get the, I should get them out of that card, like Mokuba. <laughs> it's RC with pointy nipples. Excellent. <laughs> Whose who's nipples among us aren't pointy? It's true. True. Uh... Thank you all for the questions. Yep. Thank you all for supporting the podcast. Um, you can support the podcast on Patreon. Yeah. Let's just let's just like plug Pod Agreed first. Then let's just like switch up the order. Yeah. 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 Go to go to go to Pod go to Patreon.com forward slash Pod of Greed all one word P O D of Greed. You can get rewards. Uh, what rewards can we get? Two dollar level. We have a bonus RSS feed. Uh. Do we know hmm. what we're going to release this month? Is it going to be the yeah, Fire Emblem bl- one? This month is going to be a nice, a nice, healthy Fire Emblem discussion with Sarah, Elliot, and I. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe more people. Who knows? I don't think any of the other people here have played Fire Emblem, so it's 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 truly impossible to say. At the five dollar level, um, we could we'll shout you out on the show. You'll get a special role in our Discord that will change your name to a nice green color, I believe it is. Yeah. You also get obviously the previous uh, feed. And you get some um, creative control. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be a business partner with us. Yeah, you, you can get like, suggest things for us to watch. You can tell us you can tell us what to do, and we have to listen yeah, to you legally. You, well, also you can like help decide what. Like yeah, you you can yeah yeah. Well, we can say no if it's objectionable or morally compromising, et cetera, et cetera. You can like vote on what tabletop RPGs we're gonna play for the podcast. If you have ideas for post show segments, it's a it's a pretty sick deal if you ask me. Yeah. And then if you did it at $10 a month, we will send you products that we in make. In the mail. In the mail. Like mugs or t-shirts or whatever we come up with that year. Uh, we will do this once a year. We will send you... Like, imagine if Loot Crate was good and funny and to do with Yu-Gi-Oh! and our podcast and, like, really good. You've seen our mugs. Yeah. They're excellent. You've seen our mugs. Many of you have our mugs re- recently that we finally got the mail out. Yeah, we did it. 
Yeah. And you it's a $10 a month tier. You don't need to subscribe all throughout the year. This four months was enough to get you. Yeah, the I think I put package. it for months. Yes. But cool. And also, we're That's cool. Pod of Greedcast on Twitter, uh, podofgreed.tumblr.com. Go to kaiba.online to join our Discord. That's it. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, and, and thanks to noisebase.xyz for hosting us. It's a podcast network. A lot of good shows are there. Check them out. Thank you, Matt GameCube. Yeah. Um, Who are you? Me. I'm Max. I, why am I stumbling over <laughs> saying my own damn name? It's just like I'm the Pharaoh. Who? It's only three um, letters. Yeah, maybe more if you spell the full one. Uh, hey, I'm Max. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and everywhere else at MaxVigilion. You can find one of my podcasts, Wow Cool Robot, a show about Gundam at this Twitter.com at Wow Cool Podcast. Uh, you can find my other show, Slappers Only, a video game music showdown, and that is on Twitter at Slappers Only Pod. Sweet. I'm Sarah. You can find me on Twitter and everywhere else, such as Instagram and places at Sarah Mook Costumes. I've just posted a really cool picture of a cardboard robot. It's really cool, and you should go look at it. Uh, I also do a Naruto podcast called Never Believe It, and you can go to naruto.head.bat to find that. You got Tim Bat! I cannot believe it. Hey, yeah. Tim Bat from the well-known podcast Worst of Idea of All Time. Worst, worst Idea of All Time was on our podcast and he was really funny. I didn't know what the worst idea of all time was before he came on the show. Oops. He's also on a claimed uh, web animation animated series, uh, uh, Big Top Burger. That's yes. true. Cool. Yes. yes. If I had known it these just... things, I probably would have been vaguely intimidated, but I didn't know. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, hey, Tim, who's this? <laughs> We're not a cult. Um, it was good. Uh, I'm Dan? Audrey. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Dan. Oh, I'm going next? Okay. Uh, I'm Dan. You can find me at a lot of places, and you can find all those places on linktr.ee slash Mike underscore Dawson with a zero. From there, you can find my Twitter. You can find uh, my... You can find my other podcasts, which are... uh, Which are uh, the Sonic Shuffle, a Sonic Lore podcast... We recently got a new host. I highly recommend listening to the latest episode because I think we really picked up in quality because of that. Who's your new host? Uh, uh, Devin of uh, Gone Will Hunting. Hmm. Uh, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, you, get, you can listen to Stranger's Fiction, an actual play podcast of fo- particularly focused on one-shots. We are in development. In fact, I am going to be recording this a little after this recording, uh, a campaign of Beam Saber. Uh, we don't plan on uploading episodes until after the campaign is over, but it's something you can look forward to maybe, like, I don't know, a couple months from now. Uh, I might be on another podcast coming soon. Uh, more on that in the future, but we're looking at a Disney movie podcast, Ooh. and the tentative title is Disney Minus. Uh, <laughs> that's you, good you can you can also find my art blog uh and my codash fee where i take commissions and of course you can find my uh comedy blog at xbox underscore holiday uh it's been a little slow lately because i've had no reason to oh shit i accidentally reblogged something or retweeted something there at some point i'll have to unretweet that but in the meantime uh that's it uh Happy August, Xbox. I think I've missed a couple birthdays. I think Duke Devlin's birthday is... Not Duke Devlin. Bandit Keith's birthday is supposed to be coming up. Let me... Well, he's dead, so you it doesn't matter. You mean it's matter. not the 4th of July? Amazing. 
It's actually August. surprising. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Bandit Keith Howard's birthday is tomorrow, August twelfth. S. S. Wow, a fellow Leo. <laughs> Uh, hi everyone, I'm Audrey. You can find me at Twitter and Tumblr at Optimum on Prime, which is my funny Transformers joke. Uh, you can also on Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr follow at the Reticulation. That's T H E R E T I C U L A T I O N, which is an up and coming website that I'm starting with a very dear friend of mine, with the goal of raising LGBT voices in the area of pop culture criticism. Neato. Yeah. And I think that's about it. I'm going to place myself I, ass up. I don't like that we did the plug a pot agreed first because I felt like I just like, I, I, I feel all out of sorts now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Would you like to plug it again just to make yourself feel better? Absolutely not. I place myself face down and the snake stick eats me. Ooh. I play, I play Time Wizard, reverse this entire podcast, so we have to do it all again and end my turn. I'm I just magic. realized you said snake stick and not snake stick. Oh, yeah, you thought... <laughs> yeah, you know, no, I mean, like... like the, Listen, my brand the, cleans up the world for me. It's a good way of living. Peach. Peach! Yeah, good night, everyone. Yeah.